Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. For some reason, Martha's Vineyard gets to be separate from all things America, except for controlling it. The wealth, power, and privilege that resides on this island is everything the Democrats say they're against. You know what I haven't gotten? I know this thing is on. How come none of you Democrats want to call up and talk about this? You want to call up and scream and yell at me, call me a racist, a sexist, a homophobe, a thisophobe, a thataphobe. This is your opportunity to live up to your supposed values and principles. You supported Barack Obama back in 2014 when he issued a plan called Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing to diversify wealthy suburbs. Why is this plan not enacted on Martha's Vineyard? Why would the people of Martha's Vineyard, with all of their virtue signaling, not want four or 5,000 low-income housing units on the island? Why? Well, what is the, what would happen when these people start voting? Would the residents of Martha's Vineyard feel in some way replaced as a majority? If thousands and thousands of low-income people were relocated to Martha's Vineyard, that they would now have to, I guess, negotiate or make offers for votes or whatever it is. Tell me why we can't put a few thousand low-income housing units on Martha's Vineyard. Give me one good reason. If you think this is good for every other suburb, in America, give me one good reason why it can't be done in Martha's Vineyard. If you can't, then don't ever bother any other conservative in your life with a lecture on morals or values or equity or justice or anything else. The idea that you would set aside this island for the 1% of the 1% of the 1% of the Democrat Party just goes to show how fake you are. You're fake. Your entire belief system is fake. There should be a four-lane bridge. People should be able to come and go from that part of the United States 24 hours a day whenever the hell they want, right? Martha's Vineyard is still part of America. So why, why all the regulations? Well, if you look into their code, it seems like Martha's Vineyard has more building codes than New York City. When they said, we don't have the resources to take care of these people, well, why weren't they brought in? Why should Martha's Vineyard be a place where all of the things the Democrat Party wants to do escapes? Or can we make the rest of the country like Martha's Vineyard? Can we build moats around our communities or walls? Why not? Why can't the whole, either Martha Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard has to be like the rest of the country or the rest of the country gets to be like Martha's Vineyard? If not, why? Now I'm looking here, and granted it's from 2014, from the Vineyard Gazette. I'm sure that's the paper of record for Martha's Vineyard. And listen to what it says. Headline, commentary, bridge to Martha's Vineyard may be too far. If there was ever an issue crying out for plebiscite, for plebiscite, the proposed third bridge is it. The decision on this dubious improvement 
is crucial to the quality of life of everyone living on Cape Cod now and into the future. The people who will be most affected by it, for better or for worse, should have a chance to vote it up or down. In any case, before we go to the trouble, expense, and massive inconvenience of greasing the skids for tourists to get to us, we might want to consult Martha's Vineyard on the virtues of bottleneck living. The island seems in fact committed both residents and visitors to living much more different access than the Cape. With not only a canal to get over five miles of vineyard sound before you're home free, the vineyard is just as popular, if not more so, than the Cape, but apparently have no thought of making it easier to get there. Yes, a bridge to the vineyard would be a bit of a more of a project than over the canal, but there's something else operating besides resignations and insularity, a whole different mindset from what I have picked up from a fair amount of time spent there relative with relatives over the decades, the idea of a bridge has always been raised only as a joke. I don't know how daily commuters to the mainland jobs feel about it, but most islanders actually seem to appreciate the bottleneck, realizing that the relative inaccessibility is the key to the quality of life for residents and tourists alike. So in other words, the people that have 12, 15, $20 million mansions there like it, that the commoner and the riffraff can't easily access the island. Is that what they meant? Well, we don't have the infrastructure here. I mean, you know, we would have to put everything on a barge and uh, ship it here. And, you know, we don't, we don't have all the things that they have on the mainland. Well, then maybe you should have to have them. Maybe the federal government ought to use eminent domain to take some property for public use. Isn't that what eminent domain is? Maybe we could start with Barack Obama's place. Why should, why should the former commander-in-chief enjoy something so luxurious and so out of reach of the common man and woman that he lorded over for eight years? What is the homeless situation like on Martha's Vineyard? Probably non-existent. Why should Martha's Vineyard enjoy something that the rest of the country does not? I'm waiting. This is where you Democrats who listen to this program every day, I know you're there. I could smell you. You're here every day. See, you don't have the courage of your convictions because you don't have any convictions. Your beliefs are all theoretical and fake. You're nothing more than a bunch of useless virtue signalers. If you had any spine or guts in you, you'd be able to say, you know what, Andrew, you're right. We're going to live up to our democratic values. We believe in democracy. And we don't believe a zip code should be the path that someone's life travels. And you know what? Maybe there would be something beneficial to bringing low-income people to the island so they can take part in the wealth of the island. I mean, Massachusetts is a commonwealth, isn't it? Why not? Because you won't upset your overlords. That's why. You've actually given into them like it's a religion. You say that I'm in a cult. I'm not in a cult. You're in a cult. There's no whataboutism here. They know damn well why they chose Martha's Vineyard. 
and why they continue to pass ordinances and protect vegetation and the beaches and all that other stuff. It's not because they're saving the environment. It's just a way of keeping out the riffraff, which is another funny thing. That's the exact that's the exact position or the opposite position that Barack Obama, Sean Donovan, and Julian Castro took. You can't use green space or protected land or anything for that matter to keep out low-income housing, not where you are. So where you are, we'll defund the police, we'll bring in migrants in the dead of night, and we'll force you to construct low-income housing. But don't you dare even talk about making Martha's Vineyard more accessible because that's a bridge too far. Weintick 695 Patriot 9572874. You know, there's a bit of an irony, I guess. I don't even know if I use the word properly. I don't think a lot of people do. Well, that's like ironic. These Venezuelans are fleeing the exact policies the Democrats are trying to enact. And let me tell you something. You want to know how consistent I am? If every one of these Venezuelan migrants said, I would vote for Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump or any other Republican because I'm sick of socialism. I would still say we have to secure the border because that's being consistent. Just because somebody wants to vote my way doesn't mean they get to break the law to do it. Let me tell you something. Nancy Pelosi would put a catapult on the border. If she found out these Venezuelans were likely Republican voters, she would slingshot them back to Mexico. Okay, goodbye now. Bing! She would boot them right out. If they found out these people were going to be conservative Republican voters. They're already sharpening their knives to the Hispanic vote for next month. I mean, for November, excuse me. But the exa- this is kind of the third act of socialism. Socialism nationalizes industry, destroys the economy. The economy collapses and the people have what no other choice but to try to get out. We're kind of we're kind of bookended here. You know, if this continues, where are these people going to flee to? Canada? That's not an answer. Where are we going to flee to? The Democrats are enacting the exact policies that are making people flee Venezuela. The exact they want state control of energy. They want to cap prices which is just a price control. They want to control housing, education, transportation. It's called communism. And it's exactly what brought down Venezuela. The formerly most prosperous nation in the South American continent. Destroyed in 20 years. And we are on that path. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patreon. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.